Okay, so I've got my first guest here today and um, this is Sarah who is a really good friend of mine and is absolutely perfect to introduce this chat show that may or may not go past episode one. Um, <laughs> hi Sarah. Hi Amy, thank you, so exciting. It's really exciting because I just really wanted to do something um, that was two people talking and not necessarily people that have an agenda or a reason. I mean, this isn't like anything to do with publicity or anything. It's just a really nice way to have a conversation. And um, just to give a little intro to who Sarah is, Sarah and I met at Playgroup. And I met Sarah when she was pregnant with baby number five. Baby number five. I remember going, She's had another one since then. She's got to right. my children. And do you know one of the things I have never asked you, really, because I just talked to you, is tell me what it's like having six kids. Um, it's brilliant. Ah. Absolutely brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm truly, truly blessed. Even in lockdown learning, I am truly, <laughs> truly blessed. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. But I do, there's so many times I have woken up and I, I feel like I'm sort of like, who, who is this then? <laughs> who brought all these in the house? I like, I've had that conversation so many times, me or my husband going, I can't believe this, can you? <laughs> you've literally got, I mean, you've got double what I've got. I feel yeah. like three is a lot and people talk about how three feels like so much more than two. And I kind of can't keep track of them. And then you've got, and you've got all these children all the time at the moment. So there's no coming and going. I know. And I think that's the, the funniest part of my life is I've always, I never thought I'd have six kids ever. And then where every time I sort of like made a little plan about like, oh, I'm going to get out of this, you know. I mean, initially I was only going to have one. Like I was so, so cocksure. It was just one. I remember telling Neil, I, I was really dark, like, this, there's no way we are ever, ever having any more. And him saying to me, Sarah, yeah, is it. And him, like, just laughing it off. And I thought, this marriage is going nowhere. Like, <laughs> I was just, like, this, there is no way I'm ever doing this again. And that wasn't, like, possibly maybe. I was so sure I wasn't going to have any more. And so then, obviously, you start falling in love with, motherhood babies and everything and then you find out you're having all these kids um and now i'm just like yeah i'm blessed and lucky and um yeah and lots because lots of people who watch this will be thinking six children that's just you know it's just not fathomable and it's to me it's really you've made it feel really normal and actually what's so lovely is that I, I, you know, I do often say to people, you've got six kids, because it's kind of like a really good way of like yeah. identifying who you are. But I don't, didn't ever remember thinking past the initial reaction, six kids, you've just made it feel, you've never moaned about it. You've never gone, it, well, I should never have done this. No, no. Well, nobody ever asked me sometimes, but you know, you never do, do you um, ever, well, you shouldn't, because once you start looking, I mean, there is no doubt about it. I could have a change of direction of thinking and go, this is a really shit idea. But you could do that on number one, couldn't you? Um, but you just have to resonate with what, what your soul wants and that love and that connection. And, but yeah, I mean, it, it is tricky. And on what I've loved about us when, on our journey is, of course, I have done my six children, but I have got... Neil you know who's yeah, been yeah. on my side um I mean most of the time it was in the city but you know we've sort of done that together so I've parented sort of solo and you've parented solo in the yeah I can't remember but you know so we've sort of we've we've been doing it together you know it, it's and 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 you were the same you know I mean you obviously had your moments where we both go yeah but you know you've done yeah. it you've nailed it and that's what I think is brilliant is we can both sit here can't we and go yeah I've had six kids I haven't had a nanny and a cleaner yeah. mum and dad helping me and you know um you know constant 
row of friends that come and bath the kids. We've done it. We've yeah. literally done every bath, every bed, yeah. everything, you know? And, and, and it hasn't killed us. No. Yeah, there's lots of nights where you're like one or two gin and tonics or wines too many to sort of get you through. But then you get up again in the morning, you go for it again and you realign your thinking and we, we've done it and we're here, aren't we? And yeah, growing and yeah. I, I think one of the things you really taught me, which I always talk about was, you taught me all these things about, you know, vibration and awareness. And, you know, awareness is a word that's banded around all the time. You know, let's be mindful, let's be aware. But actually, we don't always think about what that means. And even like four or five years into this journey of knowing different things and, and you know, knowing that alignment and how I think is so important, if I take my eye off the ball, you know, I'm pretty practiced in it now, you know, yeah. not quite as practiced as you, but if I take my eye off the ball, it comes tumbling down pretty quick. It does. It really, really, really does. And so that's why I think, you know, well, obviously we met together in that play group. It's really important who you stood with in the play group and who you're chatting with and, and really assessing how is this making me feel? You know, okay, you might, you might have had a rubbish night's sleep. You might have yeah. had what every single mother experiences, but be better off just having a chat and a biscuit and talking about some funny film than you should be reiterating how hard it was during yeah. the night and how the husband should have done something or if the kid had not been fed that sweet before they went to bed, just forget it. Just yeah. like really think about who am I stood with and how do I feel, you know? And um, we did that, we did that in playgroup, didn't we? Yeah. At the time, I think I thought it was because a lot of us had, you know, we went on our first, we were on subsequent, I mean, you were on five, I was on three. And I thought that maybe that's why we didn't hammer talking about how hard it was or sleep. I thought it was because we'd done that bit and we were just a bit, maybe a bit bored of that or, but we never did talk about that stuff. We just no. talked about other things as, almost aside from motherhood. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant, wasn't it? It was brilliant. There were some really great and interesting people and everyone was sort of venturing forward, weren't they, in terms yeah. of what they're gonna do and, you know, the next plan. Oh yeah, so I was in that next stage, what I'm gonna do once I've had baby number five and what's yeah. gonna be out of that. And, you know, and obviously every single time um, I've thought I'm gonna get out of it, I've had another slap in the face and it's a pandemic. I mean, <laughs> so I literally put all three, all six kids in school and we got a pandemic and I've got six nines. And so even, even like going forward tomorrow, you're like, yeah, I know they're going back, but I'm just not going to plan too much. Because like, you just don't. <laughs> just, just tell everyone where, um, where your husband is now, because I think this is hilarious. <laughs> He's looking for school shoes. <laughs> day before we go back to school, yeah. You know, I just think, oh, it'll, they'll be all right. They can just squeeze in. But bless Clarence. I think his eyeballs are actually going to pop out. Is that? And he's so cute. God love him. He's so cute. He was 10 yesterday. Oh. I just put him on a boring Zoom for like three hours because it's for like 11 plus work. He was like, oh my God. He's just so nice. He's just so yeah. lovely. He doesn't kick off or anything. And he goes, this will be all right, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and he is your only boy, like five girls and one boy. I know. I know. He's amazing. Wow. You know, he's gorgeous. He's so nice. And so, yeah, Neil's literally gone to Sainsbury's. There's <laughs> probably like a queue of people. There's only a small Sainsbury's. The Sainsbury's, maybe Marks and Spencer's, they might yeah. have a pick in their eyes. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, really. I'm sitting here mocking you and I haven't actually done any of that. And I even just said to Joseph, we should probably try your trousers on like for tomorrow. And then I'm like, what's the point? Because if they don't fit, what am I going to do? No. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, how have you, because I would say that I've had to, like, like everyone, my really good days, my then in contrast diabolical days and there's just no relation really between the two or reason yeah. how have you found it having six children in the pandemic has it challenged you more 
I think um, there is definitely a part of me tomorrow that's going to be sad about seeing it all end and go. Um, I'll be sadder if it is stopped, I think, and someone said, it's all off. I'd be sadder about that. But yeah, no, um, there is definitely a part of me where it's been lovely. And us as a family, we all know each other so well. Um, and the best thing, the best thing about the pandemic is Neil seeing how hard it is. Like I've literally raised the first five children completely independently. I mean, he actually swapped his job um, uh, for something that wasn't quite so stressful on number two because he literally didn't see um, the first two children really and he felt he was missing out. Um, he would work so much, so many late, late hours. But this time he's really seen like this, well, she was like two when we started, she's just recently turned three. And it's it's a good it's a good age for them to see, isn't it? <laughs> you know, when they when Neil walks through the door, you know, then the house looks calm generally, you know, because he comes in late. <laughs> um, and um, and yeah, so he's seen, and he'll go, "Is this normal?" It's, I was like, "Yeah, they've all done it. They, yeah, they've all done that, Neil." Like, oh my god, because it's sort of like living with a dirty little animal. Cause she's like on the floor and stuff like that I just you know but so that's great I love that I love the fact that um, Neil has seen that I've worked like a trooper the last 14 years yeah so yeah I love that and yeah. you've got closer because of it yeah. yeah yeah we are we are definitely yeah he's got more I mean it's not that he would ever have stood there and gone oh she doesn't do anything in the house yeah but yeah there's definitely times when he's come and gone oh I think we could do a bit more around here and you're like but yeah and now he thinks oh my god you know and I would actually say that the house and the world is not as well kept anymore because I don't think I'm sort of keeping it up to the standard whereas before when he was at the house and everyone was at the house I had more of a chance to you know, nail things or do yeah. things. But now, like, it's a bit like, God, you know, the, the vacuum sat in the kitchen just for the whole day, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Whereas before you put it all away and stuff yeah. like that. It doesn't matter now. Do you, you said about feeling a bit sad about tomorrow, and I've definitely been having a slight reaction today because mm. I just feel really like I don't want to homeschool forever. And I've had days where I've cried in the pets at home car park and just rung my sister and gone, I shouldn't be doing this. Like I shouldn't be being asked to do this. I've shouted at the kids for not being able to do their times tables. And, and you know, I've, I've felt that real sense of injustice that I've been put in this position. But yet here I am now and, you know, I'm not, you know, I know it's quite trendy, isn't it, to say that you can't wait to get rid of them. But actually, I wonder how many of us now the moment's here yeah. are feeling like getting our little family tight again. Because I mm. feel sad that, and mine are all going off at different days, which makes it worse. So they're not going off together. So I've got one tomorrow, one the next day. Oh, okay. How do you, you're really good, I think, at just realigning where you are and you're the person who once said to me which is in the self-soaring separation book you're the one that said to me when you're feeling a little bit wobbly or low or angry or whatever the emotion is just focus on those next 10 minutes yeah, yeah absolutely. do you still think that that is like is that one of the best mechanisms for you know kind of handling change and keeping your vibration do you think yeah um i think it depends how how rocky you're feeling in that moment so if you can if you if you are really really low then sometimes even reaching for something you know where you can see a scenario um, or a family yeah. that really are struggling and just like reining it in but I've got to say you know how you're saying that you I have had those moments where I feel really like I've been given a scenario to educate my kids which I don't really want to do, you know, not in the sense that we're being asked to with the school curriculum. And then, and that sort of damaged our relationship yeah. a bit, you know, um, and I, I know I'm not the only parent that thinks that. 
Um, I actually got a great story that Berenice, so Berenice is the five-year-old in the first lockdown. I wasn't, I was, you know me, I'm pretty cool, pretty calm. Yeah. I wasn't that arse in the first lockdown. Um, and, um, and I was just doing the ironing and all the washing and she came in with a picture of me when I was um, at one of the christenings. And then I was about, I don't know, at least eight years before or home. And she goes, mom, I like you when they were like that. <laughs> <laughs> and what she was saying is she didn't like me teaching her. She wanted, she wanted Mrs. Piper. And my mate said, did you not want to get one of you? Like you're 21. I like myself when I was like that. <laughs> like, we've all got dreams. <laughs> This is my upside. <laughs> but yeah, I do feel that this, the pandemic has definitely altered relationships. Yeah. But with your kids and you, we've all lost our temper, haven't we? We've all yeah. gone, oh, you know, and I think it was you, I said, I text, all right, how many of us that looked at our child and went, oh, they're a genius. Look at them, they're doing it. I know. The same people going, my child's thick as. <laughs> I went into lockdown too feeling really like I was going to like not tap into the fear and not tap into the need to fulfill the curriculum and I was going to ignore it all and actually as the I've got this real obsession with like ticking off the list so every time the google classroom came up I just wanted to make the purple dot gray so I was like I really, really don't want to not hand that in. So we best get that one done, Ivy. We best. And actually, I feel quite proud that we managed a degree of homeschooling. But also, I kind of feel like I wasn't brave enough to just go, not doing it. I'm going to teach them something else. Yeah, I did. I, I have had. Well, to be honest, I've had to do a lot of that as well. I just like, I physically couldn't, I can't, I couldn't deliver, you know, three school curriculums. We had no online learning whatsoever like nothing no google meets no registration it was all purely online with different things pdfs and papers to and so you ha i had to do it all we get like little yeah. dojo clips and stuff so it was it's been exceptionally hard you know yeah. and i found poor etamine who's um three yeah. now and she was playing in her poo in the other living room in the living room and i was like this is insane. I, I've got a job. I'm meant to be a mom to a three-year-old. And she's yeah. just gone off the track. And so she was then trying to make me come back into her life. So she was doing all this crazy stuff. Um, but I was really, and I was so proud of myself because I stood there and I went, oh, I, I could, I had spoke to the head and said, I've never tried quite so hard at something and yet achieved such a little poor response. Because, you know, I'm not... A, teacher and it's hard to teach three things yeah. um but i'm also a mom so and i couldn't i couldn't figure that out and i'm not sure I, unfortunately i will have let myself down a little bit but i've still not figured out how to teach three kids look after a three-year-old and support two older ones and a husband you know i feel like i should I don't know why I didn't quite nail that. I don't know. Um, but, but I hear you say that. You've just talked about seven other people aside from yourself. I think you were never meant to figure that out. Like, it's a possibility. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I always think there's, there's got to be a plan somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. I, think, I think it was... I think the problem was is I was trying to follow somebody else's pattern of learning, you yeah. know? And deep down, I knew that the children didn't need that pattern. And I'm with you, and I feel the same, that I knew better. That yeah. I knew that it wouldn't matter. And actually, I had a, our school has been very good, actually, um, with the online learning, the primary school. And I actually did have a conversation where I completed the homeschooling questionnaire, and it was a bad day. And it said, what's going well? And I said, absolutely nothing. And then I called the head teacher just to say, oh, if you get a um, homeschool questionnaire, just not having the best day. And we had this lovely chat. And I, I said to her, it just doesn't work. You know, I've got a six-year-old. I've got a nine-year-old. The way they are learning from home is so different. I just want you to know that it doesn't work for, in my opinion, it doesn't work for five and six-year-olds. They need someone other than me. They need the peer activity. They need the interaction. And I said, are you hearing this from lots of a year two parents? And she said, no, but I think you are the only one that's been brave enough to call me. So we had this laugh about it, but Thank actually, you. I feel the same. It's 
I knew that, and she said it, she said, don't worry, Amy, if they come back and they only know they're two times table, how brilliant that you've taught them that. You know, we're giving you this stuff. We have to give you this stuff, but you don't yeah. have to, if it's not working, find something that works. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Then I wanted to tick off a little gray box. <laughs> I do um, remember, my, no, I remember my sister saying, this is before the pandemic, she goes, do you ever just fill in your child's reading record when no. you've not read to them? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> like, the thing is probably a bit like that, isn't it? Oh, I'm just, it I'm is just going to do this. It's that. It's going, oh, it's going, what did I get on my punctuation? I mean, my child's punctuation <laughs> test. Yes. Brilliant. I can use an apostrophe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've, we've all done it, haven't we? And... <laughs> You know, I think the thing is, we've, we've, it's really nice that we're having this chat today because we've got through it sure. and tomorrow, what awaits us, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I think actually sometimes I quite like having the kids at home because it feels, it feels... We're exhausted, aren't we? I think the yeah. children, all of us, that whole momentum of getting out somewhere, doing something, the poor kids, uh, you know, I... I, I just can't wait to sort of see people just go on a school run and <laughs> say hi because obviously I'm out in the countryside and so yeah. I'm not really seeing people no. and it looks be, that's that's really hard and I do think for the lockdown for little people um so um so, so I'd say so kind of five to ten for yeah. those of them that don't have devices that don't you know they have they haven't had the option, have they, of picking up the phone and speaking to people. Mm-hmm. And that actual, and, and, and play is so important, so, so important. I was actually speaking to a friend who's in London, and she was just like saying that the parks are heaving and they're packed. And, and I was like, oh, I, I wish I'd, I actually now wish I'd not been quite so good. <laughs> I wish I'd been out at parks and sort I have a couple of times, but yeah. it's not been particularly busy down here, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and here is absolutely crazy. They they said it's something like three times the football. I don't really even go to the park at the weekend because it is so busy that there's wow. not a lot of space because wow. obviously there's nowhere for anyone to go. So, and obviously where you, I mean, you know where I am. There's just people everywhere. I mean, I'm looking out the window now, and there's just people everywhere. So yeah. I think you're right. I haven't had that same sense of isolation, perhaps mm-hmm. that you yeah. you felt. So, yeah, especially honestly, and I've felt I've. Felt, for Berenice, who's five, like like you said, people are sending home learning. Kids can't learn without this classroom environment. They thrive upon yeah. each other, you know. To say that you get the, these little beings are going to get anything from a a, a dry dojo and a PDF, it's, yeah, it's not going to happen. The nonsense, and even me, you know, I'm you know, forty year old odd woman. She she doesn't. I'm just boring. I'm boring. In fact, when my um, when Cordelia, who's just turned twelve now, she when she was doing the online learning because it was a week at the start where they were still off school, and she went into that. Te- I'll be teacher. I'll be teacher. And she loved it, and the kids loved it, you know. But she could teach the kids, and I could run the house and look after the kids and do the shopping. And it was brilliant that initial bit. But she was enthusiastic. She wanted to do it. Yeah. And, you know, not that long out of it as well you know in terms of knowing all that content and yeah. you know river projects and you know the, what's I mean, if for us we had to like I don't know I don't know I've learned so yeah. much yeah I do feel a bit like that I do feel a bit like that I do feel I just wonder if when they all go back I mean are yours anxious about going back or do they are they just excited Mine are just absolutely yeah. excited. They're ecstatic. They are absolutely ecstatic at the thought of going back. And and to be honest, when I was having my wobble, my sister was just like, Sarah, your kids have got more than enough skills to go. Just don't worry about it. You know, yeah, I haven't taught them hardly anything, but yeah. they are super confident, really happy, nice to be around. You're not going to cause a fight. So, you know, just, you know, hold, hold the vision, hold the vision, it'll be good. So going to, we've talked about this lots, like being new, a new mum. I mean, I can't really imagine what it's been like to be a new mum right now. I was, weirdly, I was watching a, a programme I watch on Prime and 
they've chosen to do series five in the in a pandemic in the, in the pandemic and one of the episodes last night was um someone giving birth and she had the mask on and everything and and i know it sounds really naive but i hadn't actually contemplated labor in a pandemic with those sorts of restrictions and just seeing that visual it just jolted me so so the girl was actually I mean, this Labouring. is picture, but yeah, she was, when she had someone in the room with her, the midwife had the mask on and she had the mask on. Now, I'm obviously, I don't know whether that is how it's happening or not, but either way, it's a kind of a weird time, isn't it? Well, the thing is, I do know on the first lockdown, because I was aware of um, a couple of pregnant people, and we had the Crover birthing unit near us, and they were actually assessing women in the car in terms of like just like the midwife would come out to them and, and see so they do it on the phone call and i was like um and um obviously being a midwife prior to all these children i was like my god you, you think you can assess a human being just i mean you can have a a like an assessment of sorts down a phone of course you can yeah. but there's an art to midwifery and that is connection that's human soul and you just like and you don't become a midwife to just get out a baby safely you no. become a midwife so you can have the journey of bringing life safely into the world but it's beautiful that experience it is absolutely beautiful and it's so much more than you know hospitals and machines and um panting and you know terry it, it's the one of the most magical things so for me i was like oh god i just wouldn't go in and and also they couldn't take their partners in as well yeah, i remember because, someone saying that yeah so and i was just like these are poor women that these are women this is their birth experience this is this is beyond cool. It's like we were talking about the children earlier, you know, there's an art to teaching and it's called that soul connection, you know, um, there's an art to mothering and it's called being present and you can't do those things distance. So I think it's the horrible, that is the horrible thing about the pandemic is how we feel that we can put things on a Zoom and it's the same. I mean, we, everyone goes, well, it is a bit different, but it's really different for some scenarios, really different. And we, you know, gosh, wouldn't it be lovely if we were sat in the room together? This, this is nice, yeah. but when we're together, there's an, there's an energy, yeah. there's an energy that's present. And, yeah. and, and that's not just about having a better interview, that's about having um, an experience in the interview, because that's why we're all here. We're all here to have experiences you know and this is a lovely experience but i can't wait to see you oh my gosh you know and and feel and feel so yeah, yeah a poor lady delivering in a pandemic when you you know gosh i went to the dentist and i found it weird with the mask on because i thought yeah. i can't read you i and i was very nervous i'm not very good at the dentist and so as I find it petrifying, so goodness knows when you're know. really vulnerable, when you're trying to read faces, yeah. like because virtually you, you don't do chatting, do you, when you're in established labour? So, I mean, crikey. But again, it's just how, I don't, I don't know why, but you know, how we think that we can continue this. We must, must keep looking back, what are we doing? to our kids what are we doing to yeah. society who really 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 needs this i mean one of my things was that even meeting your kids on the playground and i appreciate you might need to stand around with your mask on but i was like my kid needs to read my face when they walk out of the school gates well, that's a really good point they, they they need to see me they need to see you know that it, it it, to me, it was fundamentally important that my five-year-old could run into my arms and see I was smiling and pleased to see her. And I know people go, oh, they're all right. I'm like, but this, we've not done this before. I've got to follow, I've got to follow this instinct. I, I can feel it. I want her to see. And yes, she can read eyes, but really it's, it's massive. It's huge. Yeah. It is huge. So, yeah, sorry. Disconnected right now because, you know, I, 
I found it really difficult launching a book all about alignment and you know bringing your own outcomes and I when I had to really question myself over the last 12 months I mean I had a really angry period last year that was just crazy now I look back on it I I entered into so many angry you know even if they weren't altercations I my energy was angry and I can't let myself go there again and I'm really aware of that so when I feel it bubbling up I just don't give the thought airtime now because I don't want to be, I don't want to perpetuate, you know, that because it, it multiplies very quickly. But I do recognize that there are lots of people, you know, who are feeling the injustice. Um, I know parents, I think parents feel really hard done by. I mean, I've got, you know, we've got mutual friends and, you know, one of those has, who is one of the most positive people has the last few weeks, it's, you know, having a full-time job and looking after our kids and trying to homeschool and failing at homeschool, which is kind yeah. of how she feels, it's horrible to see because it's, you know, how, how are we going to recover from that? Yeah, I, I think when you, it's interesting, the anger thing, because I, I, um, I've been um, listening to a lot about um, St. Mary's Gospel and um, the, she talks about, the, they say that the seven deadly sins was introduced a lot later. And actually those seven deadly sins are introduced in Mary's gospel in a, lot diff in a different way, more uh, akin to the seven ingredients of being human. So um, darkness and anger and gluttony, these are all normal things to experience. And I just loved, loved that. Like, oh, this is just the ingredient of being human, okay? And so I was feeling very angry. And, you know, on the outside, you can see why I felt angry. But um, it's about then transmuting that. And I love this, transmuting it. And then so not, not necessarily recognizing that I've got anger and then going, well, the reason why I've got anger is my boundaries are about to be crossed here. So with me, I am here and I can feel this isn't right, that what you're about to do is not right, but not responding in the anger. It's about transmuting that energy in a, um, sorry, in a way that you then um, respond and bring love to the same scenario, the same situation, and you bring love instead of the anger. So instead of trying to change it, like, well, this is what's wrong, I'm gonna actually try and bring love now to this scenario. I just was like, this is this is like amazing because you always keep thinking, well, like I shouldn't feel angry. I shouldn't I shouldn't be wanting another glass of wine. And like, there's there's nothing wrong with the gluttony. It's about recognizing whether your soul wanted it. You know, does your soul really want to do that? Um, and then yeah. So again, that anger thing. It's not about. It, it completely ignoring it it's about changing it um is but that, yeah is that just being aware in the moment so is that feeling the feeling the feeling i mean you know this yeah. is the whole premise isn't it we just yeah. all want to feel good that's what we want to do but, we, but we're not going to as well i think that's the other thing is don't don't can't expect it and then you look at yourself and you go i've, I've I've just fallen, you know, I've just fallen off. I've just got, you know, I've just done something. But, that, but that's fine. It's just then going, okay, so what are the feelings? Why am it, why are you responding in this way? And then responding differently. So when I said I found um, Etteline behind the sofa and literally playing in all her own poo, and I could feel my, where I'd been in the other room with the other children, feeling cross, trying to teach them and whatever. And I literally looked at Etta and she looked at me and I felt, oh, you poor sausage, you poor thing. But I know that there's another mum, me, previously with the others, that would have shouted, oh, what are you doing? This is naughty. But, you know, recognising that, oh, look, look, look what's happening. You're, this, you're, you're in the other room being cross, feeling that you're not achieving. And so this child here is showing you exactly what you're doing in the other room. Yeah. And then instead of, um, of then shouting and screaming, 
and then you feel so powerful to know that you have taken control of yourself not the situation yeah. yourself it's the most rewarding thing yeah. really, really it's much more rewarding than any retaliation any justice yeah and actually that's always my thing that's always when i feel the most cross and it's not ever directed at someone else it's because of how the way i've reacted yeah 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 because we don't want to come out of alignment because it just makes us feel really bad and yeah. i think once yeah. you've mastered that but you know we're all we're just all gonna all do it all the time it's just about going that wasn't a great idea <laughs> i try not to do that again next time you know and yeah. and as i say um i i've loved that understanding that it's ingredients to be human not and not to be frightened of them you know and you know actually if you do want to do things but don't get hab habitual in doing things be really present just like do i do i really need to do that you know like i mean one of the things i remember being with you is like you know getting your kids out to school on time it seemed to be the most important thing yeah, yeah. and i'm going to shout and i'm going to scream and we're going to yeah. do this and I just went, oh, actually, I'm not. I'm just, yeah. I'm just not. I'm just not going to play this game. You know, we might get to school late. There's, there's yeah. a good chance we're going to get to school late. I'm just, I know. I remember distinctively making a cup of coffee. I think I had got at least five children. You no, know, six children. It was in Turret Road, so six children to get out the door. And I went, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm know. not going to do this anymore. I'm no. not going. I'm not going to shout and scream and it's just amazing how the world changes that the kids do find their shoes they do find their bag and and you will get to school and you will have forgotten something some days but at least you haven't shouted and screamed at everyone and at least yeah. you kiss them goodbye and like, oh well never mind better luck next time do you know but that kind of releasing it is hard it is really really hard but I mean, it just doesn't matter. You know, these things that we get caught up on must be in school all the time. Must be. I can't. You can't. You can't be late. Yeah. I mean, really, you can't be late. Yeah, and actually, it's just that fear, isn't it, that's yeah. keeping you in that sort of tension. And I don't, I don't buy into that anymore because I kind of, you know, I, I, I always like joke that it's because I'm just a bit knackered now. And, you know, what have I got to prove? Nothing. But actually, in the early days, and, and I made it harder for myself when the kids were really small. And it's even harder when you've got tiny, tiny kids. I know. Variables. It's just, it's insane. It is insane, the things that you go, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, do this. The thing is, you're looking at people, you're like, that mom's doing it, that mom's doing it. And the truth is, if someone's got a small person with them, they ain't doing it, you know? Yeah. And if they have done it, they're so, like, chewed up inside with, like, stress. And I've yeah. done it, I've done it, I've done it. I feel like shit, but I've done it. And I'm here yeah. on time and I've made the bed. So, you're like, um, I do remember going to that lovely park near us, actually, um, when I first I went out on our date with you and um, uh, my friend, and I got just the four children and um, a neighbour said to me she was like you're in the park already and I was like yeah she goes well have you not made the beds and she goes how did you make the beds I went I just didn't make them like <laughs> four small kids just like I think you just need to just yes chill. just like some days things aren't gonna get done and like it doesn't matter as long as you don't choose to go like i'm not gonna try you know yes yeah. but just don't make it so important you know just don't make it important um i mean yeah. you felt um on the whole motherhood thing you we've talked about this and how it's, we're in a tricky place i think in some ways i think we're in a really great place in that there's lots of support and there's you know we're allowed to kind of talk about how we find it difficult or but my question is have we gone too far the other way are we you know has the honesty taken us to a place where we're more likely to talk about how rubbish it is than and that's why i've always loved talking to you because you have just always i'm not saying like you're not like some saint who's 
this is the best thing ever, but you've always found the good. And I, I make jokes about motherhood quite a lot and that's my whole background. But actually, as I've come away from that, I want to be more authentic about motherhood. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, it, it's really, really important that you give motherhood a good title because I think that is what makes it so hard for us in the beginning is you have and especially for us and the generation just before us because they all had careers mm. and so um the ego part of us is it recognizes that you know that you're now going into a job that's got no pay <laughs> yeah. doesn't got any real tangible benefits of you know any health care or you know good sleep spa packages there's nothing there's no there's no benefit to this job you have to find your own benefits you know you have to and if you're not going to search for them nobody else is and so people often get caught up on the fact that you know well if I had more help from my husband if I had more help from my mom or my dad or you know if if my child slept more or you know there's always this kind of thing where you keep going um to motherhood it's just not possible for me to do it well. If something was to change, then it could be better. But the truth is motherhood is the best job on the planet because you are actually shaping the future. But at the same time, with every brilliant job comes a load of crap. You know, you talk to anybody who's really successful in whatever they do, whatever they do, whether they're, you know, running um the corner shop or you know some FTSE 100 there is highs and lows with it mm. and the high the more highs you have the more lows you have but it's about bouncing back from each of those lows and and that's what motherhood is brilliant at is you become so well trained at bouncing you know um and I've I've done so many bounces it's insane i mean i feel that i was really lucky actually because i didn't have the help i think if i'd had help um i wouldn't have found out how strong i am i had to rely truly on myself and external forces to put things right for me and it and it worked i mean i remember having guests my brother and his wife come in with their baby and like you know had at least six kids and I was trying to rush back from school and one was asleep. And I had, I remember having two kids fast asleep in the trolley, rushing around Sainsbury's, putting on the stuff and people taking photos. <laughs> but then, you know, I then had somebody who'd obviously noticed and then they came and helped me pack. And then the guy pushed my trolley and he just like, you know, just like literally angels came forward to just help me because I was running late and I was like I can't think about running late otherwise I'm going to be late so stop thinking things are going to fall into place and literally it, it just happens and you just yeah. and you then have to go oh thank you thank you thank you but if you have if you think it's only you that's a parent you're going to struggle you have to be at least accepting that there's something else out there I love it you have to you what you said to me once about how you like to think that our children picked us do you remember yeah. that yeah, i tell mine when they're really annoyed with me <laughs> i bet they want hands back yeah 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 I, I do say that you chose me <laughs> you chose me <laughs> the vanilla obviously 40 absolutely no way you think i'd choose you I am finding this next stage, we're going to have to talk about this another time because I'm finding this next stage of, you know, I've got an 11 year old, same age as Cordelia, um, and I'm finding it really, my, my ego pops out. I, I know that my ego is a pain in the ass, and I'm always putting it back and saying, because it's when that, you know, it's when that mm. raises its head that things go wrong. Yeah. And we went out this morning to the woods and, you know, I know that I'm wobbling, so I know that my vibration's not massively stable today. So I've got to work extra hard to kind of just center myself. But of course, 
then when it doesn't, it's, you know, I've in my head, I've got up this morning and decided that today must be the perfect day for all the kids because they're going back to school, but it must especially be perfect for Joseph because he's littlest. He had a head injury last week, all of these stupid factors. And I could feel it rising. And it was so funny because as it rose in me, it rose in my 11 year old. And it was like, she met me and you know, you can always get the clarity later, can't you? When, when you think, why have they reacted like that? Where did they come from? But it's like the egos are seeking each other out. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, is, it's, it is fascinating. It is fascinating. You just like, I, you can see, I can, you can literally stand outside your own body and you're saying stuff. And you're like, oh, that's crap. <laughs> yeah. What are you that for, Sarah? She, she's asking for it. <laughs> She's being very, very rude. So you think being rude back's working? No. You can literally hear them, can't you, on your shoulder? It's like, you can hear them. Yeah. Well, you know, not that. Yeah, but you know, you can. I can. I can literally hear the two parts of me going. That you just shouldn't be talking like that. You just shouldn't be doing that. And then, um, and then recognizing and stopping. And I'll tell you another good thing about lockdown, actually, and um, having Neil, is like when you see that the other partner is going into a battle, either with two-year-old or five-year-old or 14-year-old, you're like, come back. It, yeah. It's not worth it. it you, you're right there. Come back. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just going to win this argument. I'm sorry. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> and then you come out. What? Why did I do that? Like, why? Winning, isn't it? In that moment, it's oh god, it's like over it. <laughs> so, but also, it's endless, isn't it? And once you're in that place where it all looks catastrophic and raising a young child, and this this is the thing, I gave a brilliant lecture to someone else the other day about, you know, how I could really see now how I'm supposed to parent an eleven year old, and you know, this 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 kind of desire to get away from me whilst we still love each other deeply is very normal you know yeah. she's finding her independence and i you know i know that i've got to let her have that i want her to have that and there's also no point me telling her when she thinks you know there's no point anyone telling her what they think because it's not that she is arrogant she does think she knows and why shouldn't she think she knows she's curious yeah. she's exploring the world yeah and to be fair they do know more than us <laughs> don't they no? I just, just like, and I mean, I've always said that to my kids. It's like, question us, keep questioning, and they'll like, and then they'll pull you up on it every now and then again. You're like, all right. Yeah, I <laughs> It was quite funny because Cordelia, she's really good now. She is brilliant in terms of just like really knowing, and she's very in tune. And um, she just came back to me. She'd been doing a PE lesson, and I was doing my homeschooling. Obviously, not in a good moment. And she went, "Remember, Mum." Words of positivity, not you've done that all wrong. I was like, you raised her. They are so brilliant, aren't they? They are so doing that to us. Um, so do you think, do you feel optimistic? Yes, I do. I do. They're going to school tomorrow. Yeah. Are they yeah. all up tomorrow? All. Or, or six. Even Eppa. Yeah, so well, just for the morning, so she yeah. just goes for the morning, so yeah, amazing. So if you had one thing that you would say, whether you're a mother, a um, a teacher, a nurse, um, a, an elderly person, you know, this whole, this whole, this whole idea that we can influence exactly what's coming, you know, we can influence and we can change outcomes. Yeah how would you i mean how would you put that into words for someone or, or what would what would it mean to you oh crikey i don't know really um it, i mean I, it's all it's all about it's all about living within isn't it it's all about being now being present yeah um and it, it, I, I don't want to use the word god because it just gives everybody the wrong um, impression but it's a feeling, it is a feeling, and unfortunately you can't teach it. If you could teach it, and religions do try to teach it, and sometimes it works for people, and people do find that moment and they feel that, but um, 
you can get there on any journey. Um, my journey of understanding more about who I am and what I'm made up of has been on this mothering journey. And I do think that that's available to every single mom. And I think actually the crappier your situation is, the easier it is to realize, you know, because you are, you get so raw um, with that scenario. Um, it's, it's brutal you know um the moments that you'll experience but you get such if you feel for it you can feel that ease that love you know you, you could have your nipples that are bleeding and you could look at your baby and you love them you love them they just chewed your nipple off <laughs> <laughs> and you love them and that that feeling is what you're looking for every single time and you're looking for that in every single human being on the planet um, and then you know it's been interesting like you say talking about the then the 11 year olds and you know when they're rude to you again you're looking not not you know oh you're that beautiful baby you're, you're that that thing I connected with, that, that pure essence of love, you know, that's what you're always looking for, always looking for. Even on the school run in the morning, you're looking for that, that, that feeling. That's you are. Looking. You are. I have connections with people all of the time and they're not necessarily people that are my friends. They're people that I just have a moment with and it's just, and you can't explain it because they're a stranger and I'm a stranger, but we, in that, in that 15 second interaction it's you yeah. can feel it and it's it gives you tingles got, i've actually got some i've got tingles well <laughs> i um know that you'll be on this again a million times oh, i just because well i owe you so much and you know you've given me such a you know it's such a different perspective I, mean, I cannot tell you how different it is to how i live my life and i and i know from how i am in life that that is available to everyone and it is you know it's it's a practice isn't it it's a practice it's a practice and it and it doesn't mean as this last year has taught me that once you get there you stay there you don't you unfortunately no <laughs> no you and, and no, we don't want to either i think that's the big thing is is people that are truly successful know that there isn't there isn't an end point on this you know it is a constant constant journey